This week's episode and next week's delve into a few more serious matters than we usually cover here on Diacast, so I just wanted to put up some trigger warnings for references to the following suicide attempts, self-harm, sexual activity and allusions to depression. This is also a good time to bring up the safety mechanics that we use in our games. For each game we generate a lines and veils list using the consent form by Kiena Sunrise and in-game we use the X-Card system. I've provided links to these in the episode description if you want to check them out. Welcome to Diacast, where the cake is real. Here at Diacast, our group of six many-eyed wheels of fire play different RPGs, bringing you a new game and system every few weeks. This week we're playing Feathers, a belonging beyond belonging game in which you play as fallen angels. My name's Lukey, and this week our question is, if you could be any kind of bird, what would you be? I would be an owl, so I could sleep all day. Solid plan. Hey, I'm Matt, and I would be a parrot, because, I mean, I'm pretty piratical. <laughs> hey. Everyone says so. I'm Jacob, and I would be a seagull, so I can mug people for their chips and get away with it this time. This time. <laughs> Hi, I'm Helen. And if I could be any bird, I would be a starling because they fly around in big groups and are really loud. <laughs> my name is Peter. And if I were to be any bird, I'd be a cassowary so I can live out my lifelong dream of both being rude and Australian. Hi, my name's H. And if I could be any bird, I'd be an albatross because they're just really big. And that's kind of cool. You're already really big. <laughs> They're the same height as me You're all unnecessarily tall Sounds like we're ready to rock and roll So, let's get to it Okay, so this week we're playing Feathers, uh, which, as the creators better describe it, is, to quote, a game about fallen angels looking for meaning and comfort in our world. It uses Avery Alder's belonging outside belonging system, so it's diceless, GMless, intimate, and, to quote again, very, very queer, for three to four players. So we are six players, so apologies ahead of that, but I'm sure we'll make it work. But we have three to four brains between us. So yeah, uh, Feathers doesn't have a GM, so I will also be playing a fallen angel, but for the purposes of trying to keep the rest of these people in order, I'll be facilitating this week. Uh, we had a bit of a discussion away from the microphone about who is going to play who and how to go about making characters. The game's instructions are very simple in this regard. You have four archetypes, lover, dancer, dreamer, and rebel, and some suggestions and core drives. The rest is up to you. Each archetype has their own sheet, and it suggests things to keep in mind and gives you some moves. There are three types of moves, strong, regular, and weak moves. If you do a weak move, which generally, depending on your archetype, is a character flaw of yours, uh, you gain a token. So everyone have some dice or something on hand to mark how many tokens they've got. You have to spend a token to be able to do a strong move. So fingers crossed this will become clearer as we play. Um, <laughs> Who wants to go first? Well, we could start with the player on my left. Which we're not in work, a real world. <laughs> I know it was a joke, Luke. A um, player to my northeast. So I, I'm playing a rebel archetype called uh, Corday, Corday Clavier. Uh, she fell from the sky round about the French Revolution. Funnily enough, and so she's like, um, she's like a, a turbo hipster. She's very, very into like expression and truth. 
and she's looking for the most um the rawest and most powerful truth she can find so she's been in various different subcultures and different scenes throughout the years looking for for kind of artistic truth she's currently into like urban art and graffiti so she uses a lot of spray cans and she kind of has a kind of vaguely androgynous edgy look to her with like parachute pants and like <laughs> uh, long hoodie coats that kind of vibe and her kind of default position is sarcasm can you describe what her wings look like because that's a prompt that we have on every character when she ah. had wings uh yes they were kind of a little bit like like a raven's wings so they were quite dark and quite angular okay is that what you're looking for yeah i like that Uh, yep that'll do uh choose one to ask okay okay see all right right. i see i see i see i have it that's quite nice uh uh, dear peter uh how did i ignore you ignoring the figure before you is probably extremely easy they are the dancer, the dancer archetype, and to read the lovingly, the lovingly written description, you fell from heaven and into a world full of miracles and rhythms all its own. There's a secret you know, and you can't wait to show it to everyone. If only they'd let their walls down a little. You're here to let, let loose, take things a little less seriously, and help, pe- and help everybody else do the same. Wirrells closely fell in round about the 1950s, Sort of oh, that's your name. Yes. Sorry. It doesn't sound Wirrell. like one, does it? <laughs> Wirrells closely. That's Wirrell. really nice. Mm. Sorry. Um, Wirrell. Sorry to interrupt you. That's all right. Uh, it gives me more time to think. Um, Wirrell, <laughs> Wirrell, Wirrells closely is a very uh, is a very easy angel to ignore. Um, sitting in what can only what can only be described as the most doldra uh, in um, the most cut suit ever, as in fits fits them lovingly, but sort of fits the fits them. But not showy, not flashy. Um, they uh, they fell to earth and they found their great secret, and that was game shows. <laughs> taken up, <laughs> taken up, taken, and obsessed with daytime TV. He um, he has been he has been living off a uh, collective interest he won from uh, a uh, a ra- <laughs> from a, from a round of double your money from 1952. Uh, which- <laughs> Got him in, got him in the top set. Uh, his wings are, what? um, uh, his wing, his actually no, I'd imagine his wings are some of those giant circles, you know, those sort of like, um, oh, what Dante style, yeah, like, circles within circles, yeah, circle circles within circles that probably don't flap or or move. They just sort of hover above him quietly. Wish I'd thought of that. <laughs> that's very good <laughs> um, so he's basically he, he basically flies the same way a heli carrier does I was going to um, say or, <laughs> he's, a helico- like a he's, sci-fi. he's a helicopter he's a helicopter <laughs> oh. he's very happy being a helicopter anyway uh, I will choose someone upon my left and for whomst, uh, for whomst I think is a Luki I don't think you've actually answered have you answered the question Which yes one? I'm very easy to ignore it's, I, I only you're really small, care about you're small and, art- and artistically boring yeah I think. I care about like I, no. I, I like a little bit of de- I, I like the prices right. And I like, I, like, yeah. I, I would venture the very fact you wear a suit makes you part of an established uh, conformity that I mm. disrespect at face value. I like mm. the idea that Corday has literally never said a word to Wirrells. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, she's just like no. I honestly like I forgot you were here. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, uh, so Luki upon my left. What uh-huh. silly, stupid thing did I talk you into doing with me? Oh, all oh, the possibilities are endless. Um, 
Oh, I think you made me go on like a two-person game show with you. Supermarket sweep. <laughs> oh, yes, we went on supermarket sweep together. So my character would have loved that. That is sweet. <laughs> um, my character, her name is Faye Lee. She, um, she appears to be a sort of mid-30s to 40s looking um, Chinese woman. Um, she fell about 1300 years ago into the Tang Dynasty in China. Um, since she fell, she's travelled to every corner of the globe. She follows artistic and cultural movements across continents. She she owns uh, a little shop currently in uh, in London. That the what it sells constantly changes. At the moment, it's selling handwoven rugs that she makes herself. She recently decided she was going to start using some of those patterns she picked up. In uh, in Lesotho, uh, a couple of centuries ago, did mm. Lesotho exist a couple of centuries ago? I don't know, but you, you know. Uh, so she loves collecting stories and cultures and artistic artistic techniques. She so the shop constantly changes what it sells. Uh, it has in recent memory sold uh, flowers. It's been an artisanal bakery, and for one misguided month in 2018, it was a specialist vape shop. So the one constant, <laughs> the one constant in her establishment is a community corner where she has a few tables and faded sofas, and they often are host to the local youth group's newspaper committee, which Faye herself helped to found. Faye's wings—they look like magpie wings. Um, so they're very collected. Yeah, so very on brand. Very on brand. She misses them because they were very pretty. In her art, she often sort of emulates them. So you'll see them in stained glass and woven into fabrics. And and I forgot to mention, she. I am playing the dreamer archetype. So I should read what beautifully written little introduction. You fell so hard and shattered, and now you're trying to make someone new out of the pieces you find. A broken vessel, a blank slate, a chance to be what you've always wanted. You have a dream, and you can't wait to see them in the mirror. So she's... Just obsessed with art and collecting things and experiences and learning about people and understanding things. That's her whole kind of vibe. Cool. Thank you, Loki. So my question to the left, which would be to H, I think. How did I overstep your boundaries? Oh, crikey. Mm. I think it's actually quite hard to overstep my character Alexis's boundaries. I think they don't have that many. I'll come back to that question. Um, I'm playing the lover archetype. Uh, and so Alexis is a fallen angel, I think one of the oldest in the group. We're going around sort of ancient Greece and has been wandering the earth a, a long time, uh, looking for people, looking for company, looking to be loved by people, looking to find people to care for, looking for lost children, looking for refugees to help, looking for people who've been turned out of their homes, Any anybody, anybody at all. Um, so they have always lived around humans, big civilizations, big cities, probably moved countries a few times, has found themselves wandering bits of Europe, and most recently, as I'll get to, we find ourselves in London. I think that's that's me. So you said... How did I overstep your boundaries? How did you overstep my boundaries? I, I don't think you have. Do you want me to ask my other question instead? Yeah, okay. let's try that we one, because I can't think right now. Listeners, we have two questions we can ask the person to our left, so I will pick the other one. What lesson did you try to teach me? That's nice. That is quite nice. I tried to teach you not just to collect objects, 
but to collect people. Um, maybe that's not quite so much your thing as mine, and especially because humans are so temporary mm. and their lives pass so fast. Maybe that's not what you want to do. So squidgy. But I think they have a lot to offer. Oh, I think that probably rubbed off on me in the way that I correct, collect stories and expertise now, as well as just objects. That's nice. I like that. Yeah, um, that's very good. Right, so I think Alexis's wings are your very classical, muscly, flappy swan wings, um, maybe in a kind of creamy colour, but the kind of wings that it looks like would actually get you off the ground and get you somewhere and probably also knock a man out if they stood too close. <laughs> but of course, those are gone now, so we'll never find out. What men? Men are gone, uh, finally. Men and wings. Ugh. Yeah. Why did no one tell me? I can go outside. <laughs> Oh, and physically, I didn't describe Alexis physically. Physically, they are very tall, um, well-built, like quite heavy set, like big shoulders, uh, a nice like long arch nose, uh, greying hair, sort of a bit below the shoulder, dressed quite femininely. Um, yeah, they present as a woman at the moment and have a kind of, not necessarily matronly face, but definitely this is the mum friend vibe, is, yeah. is Alexis's whole thing. So, I'm going to ask a question to my left. Helen, um, I'm going to ask, what happened that time I kissed you? Uh, I think that time that you kissed me, like, we were, you know, we'd both been around for, like, quite a while, and, you know, we were a bit, we, we'd had, like, far too much to drink, and we were being a bit lonely, and maybe, sort of, there'd been some bad news of one of the people that you look after, and maybe, like, one of the people that I work for has just passed away or moved on, um, so we were just, sort of, comforting, and then we were, I was like, hey, do you want to give my, sort of, way of doing things a try, and we tried it, and you decided, this isn't for me, and I was like, that's fair. Okay, I like that. Nice. Um, so I am also the lover archetype. Um, I am a Roxana Katz, um, and I have been around for quite a while. Not that you would ever be able to tell. Um, so uh, Roxana has been around since about the fourth century BC, give or take. Um, and uh, yeah, lover, so you fell from a perfect chorus, a lonely soul trying to find something to belong to again. All that remains is the heart beating in your chest, full of love and starving for more. You take your refuge in the arms of others, and you know that the real thing is out there, waiting. Um, so, Roxana uh, is an escort by trade, so she tries to sort of uh, share the love and make others feel special. So if that's sort of, you know, going out for a nice dinner, buttering someone up and then sort of having the, the physical elements when they get home. God, it's the worst way I think I could put that. Um. <laughs> I like the way you put it in the, um, I like the way you put it in the WhatsApp group, uh, giving them special attention. Yeah, yeah give them special attention that's in nice. their home or hotel. Both fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's sort of how, how she makes others sort of feel loved um, and she sort of uh, has, has a bad habit of falling for uh, her clients occasionally. Um, so she's, uh, she, the, you know, her, her appearance has changed a lot over the centuries. She's always been very conventionally attractive, depending on whatever the convention was. Um, so she's very that's good nice. at sort of fitting in with whatever is conventionally attractive for the time. Um uh, so currently she is uh, whatever is conventionally attractive when the listener is listening to this. Imagine the most beautiful woman that you can think of, and that's what she looks like. Um, conveniently. Hold on. <laughs> are, are you, are you attempting to picture it? She's trying <laughs> yeah, to I'm, I'm it. having a think. Hold on. <laughs> okay, okay. Hmm. 
Hmm. We should all describe them at the end and then see what vastly yeah, 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 women see, yeah, we see can see who, who we've got in our head because, like, yeah. But yeah, um, and her wings used to be dragonfly wings. Oh, nice! Very nice. I will ask uh, Jacob. Why don't you want us to get closer? Are you intimidated? <laughs> I wouldn't blame you. I have a lot of experience. I mean, well, well that's that's kind of that, that that's kind of the issue, isn't it? Because Bean is the youngest. Yeah, they don't say when they fell, but you know it was you know it was recently. Uh, it may even be less than a decade. Yeah, they they're still working out what their own deal with is. And Roxana's entire thing is you have to have a pretty strong sense of self to um, live the kind of life that. Roxana is you have to be very confident and that that absolutely intimidates Bean and I feel like Bean is the kind of person where if you make an advance on them they shrink back instinctively um they are very cautious about letting others into a space that they themselves aren't familiar with um which I think leads into a physical description Bean is a fairly small person um no distinct gender. Um, their most prominent feature is their oversized um, long drover's coat, to which is affixed various buttons and patches. And the entire thing kind of jingles faintly as they walk around, and they're constantly um, they're constantly fiddling with it with their slight fingers, which only which are still like half buried inside the sleeves. Um, they're quite a small person as well. Yeah, barely, uh, barely clearing five feet. Their hands are constantly on the move. They tend to complement that with an assortment of things, uh, of hats like berets and stuff like that, which just kind of flop down over their hair. And so you, you just have this kind of sense of a pair of keenly searching eyes peering at you from somewhere inside this small, like, walking den of clothing. Everything you're saying makes me think that Bean probably hasn't told us what their wings are. They don't sound like the information sharing type. Honestly, I'm kind of torn. I'm I'm kind of torn about what their wings were. Actually, yes. In contrast to how they're so small, their wings were swallows' wings. Aww. Body to weight ratio. Bean's possibly were the largest. Um mm. And the point being that they're very, you know, dependable, solid, can carry you across continents. They're very much at a loose end without that. And so they're kind of permanently huddled inside this huge coat of theirs. The question I want to ask left to Matt, uh, what did, what lesson did Corday try to teach me? I think, like, so Corday is... Is not like she's not neither young nor old in the group. She kind of sits in the middle. I think she finds um, Bean kind of frustrating. Like clearly, Bean has like this element of expressionism in them because like they put all the patches on the coat. They're clearly like they have eccentric tendencies, and so I feel like Corday tried tried to and continues to try to teach Bean to kind of understand that there's nothing they have they have value and their perspective is worth sharing because it is unique. They're not a slave to anything. Um which Corday values really, really highly. The thing she hates the most is being like derivative. I think she I think she probably tried to be a bit of a mentor to Bean. It was like, come on, you need to be a bit like you're on Earth. You need to experiment. You need to go you need to try things. You need to really push yourself. 
and Bean wasn't up for it. Okay, so we have all the characters. Yay! Hi. We do. Uh, I took the liberty of making a little bit of a setting, even though it's all meant to be collaborative. So there's a couple of questions that come in the game, which are like, when, what time of year does your game take place? And are you in a city or in the countryside? Things like this. So we've addressed those. It's midsummer. It's hot, dry, vague weather, where it's hard to tell what day of the week it is or how old you are. Not that the latter is much worry for the six figures coming back to roost for a few days in London. We all seem human and feel so horribly so in our sweaty clothes, but we're actually all ancient, featherless angels. Fallen, left, stuck in human form, just trying to fit in, etc, etc, etc. So, we've ended up here. Alexis, my character, sent a letter to you all, all around the world, a humble invite to see the community garden opening that they've helped their local kids set up. The letter read, It would be lovely to see you. I've missed you all so very much, and I'd love to see your lovely faces again. There will be carrot cake. The address was enclosed, and here we all are. It's nestling between two tight rows of terraced houses in North London, along no man's land, accessed through a chain-link gate with a padlock that now swings open. Aside from a couple of raised beds, some old tyres full of strawberries, there's a rather new-looking gazebo and an area of benches where there's some locals already sitting, sharing drinks and snacks. Enter Angels. I think I will arrive uh, promptly in a, if anything, too tight um blue <laughs> so, sort of uh blue suit with maroon trousers and yet a face which does not uh which does not call attention um uh, and sort of stand in the you know the stand in the middle of the room and look round vaguely to try and find anybody you know <laughs> alexis immediately starts waving frantically and sort of trotting towards him arms out Aww. for a hug oh uh, uh, we're all we're all okay oh, uh, marvelous yes brilliant Yes, lovely, lovely to see you, and oh, yes, and as vibrant and, if anything, alive as ever, which, if anything, is a God's blessing, or well, maybe, yeah, yeah, okay, uh, right, sorry. You're the same as ever, Wirral. Come sit down, I've, uh, the, the cake, uh, lemonade, or oh, something a bit stronger, but don't tell the kids, uh, I'll shuffle you over to the tables. Oh, I didn't know they made cake into lemonade, and he'll be shuffled over to a table and, and start looking at the lemonade and the cake, being like, now how do I combine these two things? <laughs> I think a child will show you exactly that, and maybe that's our first NPC. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh. Uh, Bean was not that far away, and they have been kind of... They've been loitering, wait, waiting to see people they recognise. Their drover's coat is over, is just kind of over their forearms. They came out with it in the morning, but they have finally succumbed to the fact that it is summer and taken it off and draped it over their, uh, draped it over their arms. Um, they have a relatively loose-fitting kind of tank top on... May I interject quickly? Yes. I feel like you actually probably haven't met the other angels yet. Do you think that might be right? We must have met. Oh, yes. Because you know to keep away from me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is a, an attempted reintroduction. Okay, yes. <laughs> he tried to go, oh, new friend, welcome, welcome, welcome. And I went, new. Yeah, and you ran away. Yeah, so Bean uh, kind of pads quietly up uh, in the way in the way that they do, stepping around the um, stepping around the cracks and the and the occasional piece of dried gum on the pavement, um, <laughs> and does the sort of sidles up to Alexis as unobtrusively as uh, as unobtrusively as possible, um, and goes, um, well. I'm here. <gasps> Bean, you came. I'm so happy. Uh, she'll give you a big hug yep. again. 
Did you find it all right? You've been here before, haven't you? Um, well, not like not like this. Um, no, it's looking good. Have is you there, seen is there the anything, strawberries? Is there anything you need help with? Uh, you could... Uh, have you met Rules? He's just struggling with the lemonade. You might want to give him a hand. <sighs> uh, sure, sure. Um, do angels recognise each other on sight? Yes. Very good they question. They must. Yes, I think so, yes. Yeah, because I'm, I'm going to look over, I am going to get the angel ping off of Wirral, um, and... Well, among the, amongst the amongst the children, I'm the one in the maroon suit who's also bigger than the children. <laughs> I think at the same time, there's this like seven year old girl next to you in like braids, like sitting there going no, and then you mash it into the cup. Here, take the fork, take the fork. You got to mash it. You got to mash it into the cup, and then you pour lemonade <laughs> on top, and you got to stir like six times, at least six times. Uh, oh, six yeah, big guy, oh, this make, is like, charming. Oh, six oh, oh, six times, not uh, not not seven. If I give it the extra stir, does it turn into does it turn into fruit punch? He's just stu- uh, you're weird. Uh, take the spoon, take the spoon. Right, try it, try it, yes. try it. Yeah, I'm going to kind of set my shoulders, um, hug my coat a little tighter to myself, and uh, move over, catch eyes with the girl, uh, with the little girl, and um, wink at her as a kind of a well done. And um, she gives yeah. you that classic, like suspicious child face, like. I'm not talking to you. Uh, and, like, like, oh, is this um, <laughs> carrot cake smoothie? My favourite. Um, well, he's he's drunk it, and he's decided that that was a bad idea. Take <laughs> <laughs> ah, human form. <laughs> no, he's not. No, no, he's not. He's not vomiting. He's just sort of like, oh, damp things. No, taking part in the local delicacies. I see. Ah! Oh my word! It's a hat with a set of opinions. Um, <laughs> oh, what? How? Uh, hello there. Uh, Wirrells closely. Bean. And I will oh. hold my uh, arm out, and you can see that there are what look like doodles on it. Um, uh, he will. He will. Uh, uh, firm. Firm. TV exec. Grasp the hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. And pump it up and down, going, "Oh, nice to meet you! Nice to meet you! I've never seen you around these 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 parts before. Now, are you new? Are you old? But newer looking? Do you uh, do you? Where did you get that hat? <laughs> are you ever too busy asking questions that you don't give people time to answer? I say through the handshake. Um, <laughs> regularly, I like to have a backlog for people to explain themselves. I see. Still vigorously pumping your arm up and down, and then just <laughs> and then just uh, let's go. Good. Yeah. And goes, also, um, it gets the blood flowing. <laughs> yes, um, Bean uh, <laughs> kind of relocates the shoulder. Um, Alexis invited me up here. Yeah, she kept asking me to get involved with this place, but I was elsewhere, and I felt that I at least had to turn up, you know, to, to, to the thing. You're, um, you're like me, aren't you? D- define, I'm not wearing a hat. Okay. I think at this point someone else arrives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like I asked, who do you want me to be? Okay. And that means I get a token. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah. Yes, everyone hey. keep an eye on your weak moves in particular because if you do them, you get a token. So this is like which you can spend later. Kind of worse traits. Yeah. Which you can use to do a strong move. Exactly. So you can become a better person later, but you need to be a bad person first. <laughs> does <laughs> does hear- ma- it's not quite as black and white as that. Does yeah. mashing a cupcake into a lemonade glass count as acting awkward? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, it does. Is that one of your weak moves? Yes. Excellent. Okay. I think you hear like a jingling and you turn around and you see Faye 
coming walking along she is wearing uh, just a phenomenally colorful kaftan it's got all of these bright summer colors and geometric patterns she's got her hair up in one of those buns that is held together just with a single stick that i have seen people do and i do not know how they do it <laughs> um yeah so she's she's very colorful um and she's got like a ba a basket like a proper woven basket over her arm she is followed by a sort of morose pair of teenagers one of whom has got a camera and one of whom has got a notebook and they are from her community youth newsletter Excellent. they have come to report on <laughs> nice. this youth garden she's waving she goes hello hello we're here I brought Daily. food. I wasn't sure if you'd have enough. There's like a huge pile of food on the table. There's so much food. There's <laughs> a whole bench devoted only to food and no one considered it because it's just, it's one of these picnic benches, but it's entirely just heaving. <laughs> what a lovely garden. Did you get those azalea, azalea cuttings I sent over? Um, yes, we did. I don't know where the kids put them, but we definitely got them in the post. Thank you so much. That was so kind. Very I think welcome. I'm going to say that, tell someone a kind lie, because they definitely died in the post. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was about to say that they're cuttings that I've had um, from passed down through the ages from, oh, uh, from oh, I'm trying to think where flipping azaleas come from now. They were given to me by a lovely man in the court of Louis Sixteenth, and I've kept them ever since, and those were some cuttings from those. Oh, how lovely. I can't wait till they bloom. Uh, so, have you met Bean and have you met uh, Wirrells? They're just over I, here. Oh, you met Wirrells. Of course, obviously. I've met Wirrells. Bean. Bean. The infamous Bean. What a name. How um, nice hi. to meet you. She hands out, like, she holds out her arm, which is really jingly with all the bangles. I will reply in kind. I think Faye steps up to Wirrell and says, So, Wirrell, tell me, how have you been? It's been. 50 years or so? Uh, Wirrells is still trying to get cupcake out of the bottom of his lemonade glass. <laughs> lemonade cup. And goes, huh? What What just happened? Is this a new delicacy that I haven't heard of? Uh, really, drink. really, it's... I, I'm going to be honest, no. This is neither delic or AC. Hmm. Well, I've tried some strange food in my time, and she does the same thing with a cupcake and a lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> it's... It's it's both sweet it's both sweet and I gritty. I am also drinking the cupcake smoothie out of spite. She's Not going to drink it and pretend that it's nice, which is a hide your feelings. It maybe with Sprite. Wee! <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I will. I will also. I will also do this. I like Faye. Uh, 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 she's in on the joke with me, which I feel like a regular move. Doing a little something together. This being trolling Wirral. Yes, that sounds suitable. Right, who are we missing? We need more characters. Get them in here, yeah. get them into the garden, guys. I feel like Roxana hasn't really got a good grasp of time, so I can't imagine her being on time. Yeah, mm. I was kind of thinking the same. I was thinking that Corday would probably be just late, but more out of just a disrespect for time rather than anything. She kind of arrives when she arrives. Yeah, like she's, she's not even trying to be fashionably late. She's just arriving because she had other stuff to do. And it never occurred to her that it would be impolite not to. <laughs> I once met a French woman who didn't believe in time. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, as things are beginning to kick off and people are starting to to tuck into their lemonades and cakes, um, Corday is going to just drift in. So she's gonna she's got like vintage earphones, like over the head earphones on, plugged into an iPod, like a, a 2009 iPod. Ah. That she's got on the go. She's also got a pair of shades on because uh, of the heat. 
And she's going to kind of wander in, kind of cast her eye over the party. And so she's just going to observe you for a bit, take a step to the right to see if that angle is better. Uh, and it is. So she stands there for a minute, kind of nods appreciatively, and then just kind of winds down the volume on her iPod at a convenient point to kind of fade it out like her life is a film. And then gradually she's going to take the headphones off. She's going to leave the headphones around her neck, put the iPod in her pocket, hands in pocket, and kind of wander over alongside uh, Alexis. Good day. Uh, hey, I-, I can't stay long. Oh, I know, I know, I know. But just stay long enough to have a quick look around and meet everyone. Oh, it's so nice to see you again. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. I like it. Um, Victorian brick? Uh, I think so, yeah. Because the houses were all terraces and there used to be like something down the back here. I think they just used it as garages and it all got knocked down. And so it was left for ages. Got back from the council. A couple of the older kids were doing... Oh, I could go on for ages. It, it was you a should really have left the project. roof. It would have had a good roof. You should have left it. But it's oh nice, no, it wasn't there really. when we got it. It was full of like um, shopping trolleys and all sorts, all sorts. So, do you have any shopping trolleys left? Oh, do you still have any? I've been working on upcycling. Oh, we tried a bit of that. As soon as Faye talks, I'd be like Faye, and like, and it's just kind of immediately apparent that like Corday's opinion of Faye is higher. Like immediately, <laughs> she's like Faye, how's it going? Like, um, yeah, like she's extremely blunt. Like, lovely to see you. Nice. I like what you've done with the scarf. Thank you. I made it myself. Handspun silk from my own silkworms, don't you know? What are you selling now, scarves? Handwoven rugs at the moment. I thought I'd put Makina's patterns to use. You remember her? South African, lovely lady. About 200 uh, years ago. Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't do rugs. Rugs are, um, rugs are out. Oh, I don't uh, know. They're very comfortable <laughs> on the feet. Oh, I'm, ge- I'm uh, getting very no. popular with the hipsters, you know. Don't um, do rugs, kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tell the truth despite the consequences, I've just found it, which gets me a token. Ah, uh, yeah. Matt gets a token. I-, I wouldn't say that rugs are bad is the truth, but... <laughs> oh, it it's is. His, it's her she's, truth. She's very sure of herself. It's her truth. Anyway, she's going to be like, um, so, anyway, like, as she's been like, yeah, rugs are, rugs, rugs are not in... Um, and that's a fact. Well, at least I moved on from that vape shop idea you had. We can agree on that. As she's gonna, as as you say, the vape shop. She's like, she agrees. She pulls out some cigarettes and uh, starts <laughs> smoking. Uh, and then she's like, her gaze is gonna kind of drift over to Wirral, and she'll go, "Who are you?" Uh, hello. We uh, we met uh, we met once when you tried to break onto um, an episode of Tenable, um, but uh, <laughs> did we? I don't remember. Ah, uh, it was uh, about about twenty years ago. I was the person that um um uh, well I, I I rugby tackled you, and I felt the sort. <laughs> I don't remember. I, I felt the I felt the ting I felt the tingle of the fallen, um the the ping of the divine the yeah that <laughs> um. So like when you say I felt the tingle of the fallen, you kind of you can note you can notice like Corday's eyebrow raises a little and like that's kind of poetic. I kind of like that. And then when, and then when you explain, you mean very literally that she's an angel. Her interest mm. immediately drains away again. Like for oh. a split second, she was like, "Hmm, maybe this person's interesting." Mm. <laughs> and it's like, ah, I guess not. I, I may as well um, introduce myself at a, a slightly lower velocity. Um, sticks there, <laughs> sticks a hand forward, which is just covered in crumbs. Um, we're um, we're all we're all closely um, executive, and it, if you ever need a toaster, I'm, I've got a couple. Uh, Great, great. I, 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 uh, 
I, you know, guys, this has been great. This has been lovely. I'm going to go get a drink. I'll see you cool cats in a bit. Bean sidles back out from where they'd been kind of lurking in um, Alexis' shadow. They're just kind mm-hmm. of very, they're just kind of mirroring a 180, so Cordy is always out of line of sight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go for that. I didn't notice yeah. you. Uh, I'm going to head over to grab a lemonade. I think rugs are great. <laughs> yeah, nice. I know. They keep feet warm in winter. She, yeah, she likes to, she likes things like she likes things, you know? Cut to Cordy, like, with, with the, she's comparing two identical cups, trying to decide which one's better. <laughs> 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 Wait till you find out the lemonade's not homemade. It's uh, I think it's got an Asda. Oh, I brought some homemade <laughs> lavender lemonade. If you'd like some, Corday. How? Yep. I- <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're all going to get closely uh, more intimate with the buffet, by which it is just going to take. Uh, he's there are children here. <laughs> no, he's. <laughs> He's not gonna fuck a ta- he's not gonna fuck a table. He's he's just gonna. It's <laughs> not the table. I'm concerned. <laughs> he's he's Why gonna am eat. I laughing. He was just gonna eat some quiche. Should we skip forwards in time a little bit until we get yes. our final angelic being? Mm. Yeah. I, I feel I feel like there's like a very bad children's choir that's singing in the gazebo. Oh yes, yeah, that like we'll cut to the children's choir has started to sing. Um oh, what literally, terrible like, song are they singing? <laughs> uh, may I may I suggest Think that of a like world without any flowers? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah. M- may I suggest for a character point that um, Corday is standing next to Alexis, who just looks so proud of like of the kids, and then like Corday like is like ugh, and goes to plug in her headphone or goes to like put her headphones on, like looks at Alexis and then it's just like ugh, fine and doesn't <laughs> put her headphones on. She's like F- all right, fine, <laughs> fine, I'll do this. I will. D- I will listen. But I want you to be fully aware that it is not good, <laughs> kind of thing. I'm giving you all, all of the signals I can to be like, this is bad. <laughs> At the other end of the spectrum, Faye is like dabbing her eyes, and she's getting all emotional. Yeah. It's like this is beautiful. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's so totally. innocent. Pure music of the young. <laughs> I'm gonna take a, a token for getting overwhelmed. Bean's coat has gone back on. Wirral has uh, Wirral has his hand on Faye's shoulder and is also uh, weeping slightly. <laughs> <laughs> for different reasons. Nice. So as the uh, as the choir are finishing up um, till their last song, and everyone like you know applauds and wipes away your tears. It's Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. It's terrible. Oh God. In fact, it, it, it's a mel- it's a medley. Bohemian travesty. Yeah, Bohemian travesty. Oh. Very good. <laughs> um, and you know, sort of you hear like clapping from behind you, and you thought you were sort of the first people out. Um, and someone's like. Well, they've certainly improved, and they're wearing probably far too little clothing. Is Roxana? <laughs> ah, it's Satine. Darling, what? Uh, it's not niche. It's freaking Moulin Rouge. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm calling. I'm calling you a prostitute, darling. Is what I'm doing. Oh well. Roxana's <laughs> <laughs> like this loudly. And, I, and can I just say all well. of that was that was Corday literally saying all of that aloud. You're like who? Who's Satine? Uh, I'm like y'all. Don't get my reference for fuck's sake. Uh, Corday, darling, it's sex worker. 
Oh, I remember the Moulin Rouge. You were a wonderful dancer there, weren't you, uh, Roxana? Oh, you had yes, a lovely time working oh, there. Darling, darling, give me a hug. Mwah. 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 Oh, it's been so long. Oh, how are you keeping? Oh, I'm wonderful, thank you. Muffin? Oh, uh, no, it's okay. I, I ate before I came. Oh, you tried that one way on me last time. Carrot cake? Once on the lips, forever on the hips, right? Oh. Oh. Look who oh, it is. Whoa. Oh, sweetheart. <laughs> come here, oh. come here. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Oh, it's been so long. It's like, oh, oh, I'm, I'm just like, I'm trying to put, like, I'm, I'm desperately trying to push you away. Like, We've please, all got no. big red lipstick marks on our cheeks now. Mm-hmm. I think yep. it <laughs> And then she sees Bean and is like, Bean, oh, sweetheart, you made it. Oh, have you all met Bean? Bean? Yes, yes, uh, Bean, Bean, come here, darling, come here. Ah, uh, this is a turn up for the books. <laughs> I will edge forward reluctantly, just taking the coat off and uh, again, um, now the coast is clear and regretting my decisions. Um, uh, I I didn't know you were here. Uh, that funny that yeah hi shit hi Roxana. Oh Bean, how are you doing? How have you been, Bean? Oh, <laughs> silly me. I've been you know uh, managing. Uh, the stand is coming along fine. Um, I am going to be making, uh, again, help me eyes at Alexis. I think I'll also say that uh, I think this is thinking you're closer to someone than you are, which is a weak move for me. So- oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that works very well. I will uh, put an arm around Bean and sort of snuggle you to my side a bit. And I'm quite big and sort of beefy, as I said, so there's quite a lot of, quite a lot of me to be snuggled. Yeah, they've been doing fine. Wirral will stop massaging his belly like some sort of strange cat uh, and will look, o- uh, look over and just go, Ah, d- I- Roxanne, Roxanne, oh, you've turned up finally. Oh, Wirral, I'm so sorry I was late. I had work. You know how it is. Oh, come here, come here, give me a hug. Oh, mwah, mwah. W- wonderful, wonderful. And does uh, and, uh, your, name, your name still wonderfully has a sting to it, as does your looks. <laughs> oh, um, Wirral. Thank you yeah. for the one person that got that joke. Thank you. Uh, on 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 matters of on matters of business, and I might I might get you into the audience of Are you smarter than a ten year old? Uh, we've got oh. two guys from Luton who think they are in fact smarter than a ten year old. I've talked to them; they're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, sweetheart! You know I'd be delighted. I look so good on camera. Oh, I must tell you about this new oh. man I've met. He's a photographer. Oh, Oh, come with me. Let's let's have a chinwag, darling. Um, kind of Corday's just kind of looking at, looking around, just being like, "This is dismal." Then she kind of notices you two and like the poses you're in and kind of the natural kind of weird awkwardness between the two of you. And then she's gonna kind of clock that, then clock uh, Faye's like two members from the student um, paper, and she's gonna walk <laughs> over to the cameraman and be you, camera now. Give me your camera. Give my, me thank my student you. like holds out a trembling hand. Please, 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 please don't, please don't hurt it, Miss. Um, it's it's the only one we've got at the paper. Thank you. I'm I'm just like fiddling with like the settings. I'm checking the eyes. I'm like, thank you, very nice. Seventies, right? Nice sweater. Uh, uh, <laughs> then I'm gonna you. kind of crouch to like snap like like I'm gonna snap a couple of photographs of uh, Roxana and Wirral. And as I'm doing it, I'll be like, hmm, yeah, natural awkwardness. I like it. 
Do you guys have any black and white film? Uh, I, I think Wirral at this point is uh, sharing uh, salacious, uh, salacious gossip. There's definitely going to be some like high up producers or like show hosts or something who have also used mm. Roxanne's services at some point. Yeah. So they'll be gossiping about like that one particular one they both know, and you'd be like, "Oh well, don't tell anyone that I told you this, but he has a very interesting piercing." Oh, that, do- that doesn't surprise me from this man. I've seen him eat 12 eclairs in a row, and to be honest, that, that in itself is worrying. Nor is the fact that he shouts a lot. He just, I mean, maybe that's the piercing that causes him to shout. Maybe it sort of shorts out the electrics, and that he's just going to like keep on going with this. <laughs> yeah, so I guess the, the party is in full swing. Uh, my, my only question is going to be, Roxana, do you notice uh, Corday snapping away photographs? Uh, I think she's definitely noticed, but she's pretending she hasn't. So she can have like a candid, nice. but she's just sort of <laughs> oh, like, yeah. just happens to have shifted slightly and is like occasionally flicking her hair and, you know, sort of like looking off in like specific ways to be like, oh, but it, it's, you know, hmm. entirely yeah. natural. And I think mm. responding to that, like Corday is aware that you're aware and would love to call you out on it, but she is a slave to art and you are posing quite well. <laughs> So she's like, she would love to be like, and she's kind of doing that to herself. She's like, fucking posy, posy. But it's also, she's like, but good it, does look quite good. It. it does look quite good from here. Um, I will also take yeah. a token for sharing something unbelievable. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. I am lingering at the edge and I am also watching um, Roxana. She catches your eye and winks. I immediately turn around and walk elsewhere. <laughs> oh, Bean! Uh, I will. I will pick that up on like through the lens, but I won't snap a photograph. I'll notice that you've walked away because I'll have noticed a change in the scene, and I'll be like, "Huh?" Does that count as hiding of... my feelings? Mm, yes. Yeah, I yeah. think. Yeah, I yeah you're so. kinda, you're you're walking away from something. I think yes. Uh, I'm going to hand the camera back to the student and then I'm also going to just take a pen out of a pocket and just like write my number on on their hand and just be like this is for the photographs I want the photographs do you understand yes Um, good (laughs) sure keep snapping tiger thank Uh, you and then I'm going to walk away (laughs) Uh. Jerry that lady gave me her number (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> so yeah anyway she like she then leaves i think uh alexis might go after corday because i think she was a bit kind of miffed that corday clearly just went oh yeah nice to see you i'll look more interesting people so she's mm. gonna because she just wants like corday to actually like her she's organized this like like me i made mm-hmm. a nice thing so she's gonna Aww. follow you and just say uh oh nice. do you do you not have an email the, the kids these days hey. much prefer by email because then they can transfer the files that's what they say um, I don't really do email. Uh, no? It's no. Oh, okay. I, ha- I have I have phone. I I kind of it's more personal, you know. It's oh, kind right. of There's more direct contact. Oh, I I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Um, can I? Can I? Uh, do, do, do you want anything? Can I do anything for you? Get you get you another drink, or I can show you where the interesting. But if I don't know, or uh, find uh, you another in, camera. In, interesting. Interesting. What? Um. Uh, flowers. 
most of them haven't come up yet to be honest because we only had them <laughs> again the like the, the same movement on Corday's face literally, like for a moment she kind of raises her eyebrow in interest like what interesting things and then oh, when you no. say flowers she's like I'm so disappointed I'm going to kind take of another look. token because I uh, uh, one of my weak moves is ask what do you want from me and I think I pretty much just did that nice <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah and it was implicit as yeah. well like and I think Corday picked up on it I mean, we yeah, planted nice. some uh, English bluebells. They're different to the Spanish ones because they're much smaller and more delicate. But I mean, they're not flowering anymore because it's, it's summer. Um, but I could show you where we planted them. I uh, guess. No, even I know that's bad. Uh, <laughs> sure. Let, let, let's get. I'll, I'll get you another. I, drink, I'm going to. I'm going to go for sure. Which which is going to be one of my regular moves, which is doubting my perception. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to be like, despite my thinking, this sounds dull as hell. I'm going to say. Sure, it's fine. Okay, I, I will take you across then, and I think Alexis shows you instead of the bluebells because that is actually like the worst thing to show someone because mm -hmm. there's literally nothing there in summer. Uh, just mm -hmm. some of like the ripening fruit and veg they got in early enough, so mm -hmm. some like nice rhubarb and the kind of t old tires, upcycled tires full of strawberry plants. Nice. Corday is genuinely interested in the upcycled tires yeah. uh, and kind of the the kind of the mise en scene. Where are where are the two of them now? I'm, I'm like scene geography. Like are they kind of is you can see the rest of the kind of the gathering going on behind them. Yes, I think so. So there may be a couple of uh, you can see kind of the the, so the kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is there a moment where Alexis kind of clock where there's a moment of silence? They're looking at these things, and Alexis is going to look at like look at the garden, and then may, may I suggest kind of smile a little bit? Yes. If I, I don't want to kind of lead you down it. No, but absolutely, that will kind absolutely. Of I think glad that Corday has a moment. Cabe as well yeah. with her to have a look. And then Cord Corday is then going to kind of linger for a minute and then go out on a limb and Corday's going to say, can I ask you a question? Yeah, of course. What are you doing here? Like, these kids, this this garden. Why? I don't get it. You don't get it? How can you not? It's... I'm giving them something they don't have. Um, What's the point? What's the end game? Like these kids you see, they're all poor. They're not. They're not getting anything physical from this garden. Well, they're what? getting to be outside. A lot of them are from the estate over there, and they don't really have a garden. They just have a really bad park with some of that weird gym equipment in it. You know, those things. I never really understood the cycling machines. And uh, on that, we can agree. They get to be outside here, and they get to meet other kids and. They're, I don't know, it's, it's like a little family, isn't it? Don't you want that? I, I, it's it's so nice to have them here. I mean, we all want it, but it's an eye of a storm. You must know this. And what's wrong with that? I'm helping people here and I'll go somewhere else and help people elsewhere and it makes them happy. Look at their faces, they're happy. They're happy for now, is Huge sounds for crying child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're happy for now, I suppose. Oh, God but... damn, we didn't pack up the stinging nettles. Okay. Yeah. I'll get to her in a minute. Uh... <laughs> no, like, I, I, that's actually really cute. I feel like, no, that that was going to be a moment when Corday was going to open up, but then there's an excuse, and she's like, oh, no, no, go, go stinging nettles. Like, kind of the, 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 the opportunity drifts away, like, which is really quite cute. No, I like that. It's, that's, that's very filmic. Yeah, which which was, was so close to confessing my hurt to a friend. Oh. Carry on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel continue. like I need to apologise. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. It's good. It's filmic. It means that we accidentally knock a child into the stinging nettles. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Sure. <laughs> Corday um, watches Alexis walk away to like run, rush off towards the child and the stinging nettles, and Faye just kind of like appears next to her, 
Um, she's now wearing a crown. She's made out of flowers. There's like a group of children in the distance who are also wearing similar crowns that she's made them. Um, and she hands one solemnly to Corday. I'll look at it for a minute and I'll be like, huh. They're very 60s. Like Corday quite admires Faye. I think Faye's the one she's closest to. And so she's going to be like, it's a nice oasis. And it is a nice oasis. But it's an oasis. Like you and me, we've seen... we've. You've seen the world out there. You know what it's like. Yes, I've seen wars. I've seen cultural uprisings, artistic renaissance, plagues. I've seen everything, my dear. But this place... It feels like a lie, you know? Like... It's peaceful, but the world isn't peaceful. The world is cruel and hard and... And if you don't teach people that, if you don't try and learn that, then they might as well be blind. And and nothing will ever change if if people are blind. Do, do you know what I mean? I understand. But maybe this is a place for them to learn. Maybe. Humans are thoroughly sure. inefficient. You have to teach them the same things over and over again, generation by generation. And they keep forgetting. They do. Every damn time. And there's just a moment where the two of them look at, look across at Alexis, like, shepherding, like, the, ch the children along and trying to make them smile. And then, yeah, we've seen change, I think. I think I think I confessed my despair in that, so I'm gonna... Yeah, I think I did as well. Uh, yeah, like... <laughs> Give myself a I token I think it's really that. interesting, because you two are, like, unashamedly, like, eccentric and odd and weird. And then you've got Wirral and Roxana, who are very much, like fitting into society's ideals in certain ways and fitting into sort of yeah, what society nice thinks is appropriate and doing that as sort of their entrance into being human. Yeah. Bean has been... Um, well, it started off as them just kind of asking for, like, a wet wipe of some kind because the, the, the they've kind of got doodles on their arm, which because of the heat have been kind of running... Um, so they went to they went to wipe them off and started um, putting new stuff on, uh, which drew the ha, drew the attention of um, a couple of the kids. And um, I think partly this is a defense mechanism that I'm just finding other people to talk to, and I have um, started doodling stuff on my arm, which has caused maybe a couple of the other kids to join in. Yes, I am kind of a walking canvas right now well sitting canvas just trying to soft talk with um couple of the uh people who are around i don't think i have a particular aim in mind no it's just a nice scene i like that hmm yeah i feel like you might even get the little kid do the classic are you a girl or a boy uh it's like um i'm hmm. uh, yes yeah no I'm, <laughs> yeah i'm 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 bean <laughs> I've already told you my nice. name. I'm being nice. I uh, I would like to have a conversation with Wirrells is having a conversation with Roxanne. Tell me, Roxanne, have you? Yes, darling. You're still looking. Have you ever? Have you? Have you found them yet? Or anything that even came close? Uh, Wirrell. Yes. It's been oh, I don't know how long it's been, darling. But no, I found some truly charming people. But you know, darling, I mean, humans just, we lose them so much, you know? 
And I think... Hmm. I think I need someone who's just around more and doesn't... Well, you know, isn't so fragile. This might come from a personal point, but I, I think you need... I think what you're doing at the moment is just... You're seeking wins. Have you... Okay. Allow me to go into a story for a second. Oh, well, I, I love your stories. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Margaret Havingsurst, or just Margaret, 52, Winchester. She was always just sort of chasing that high. She was always chasing just, in one case, the actual chase. There's an often misattributed quote, um, uh, uh, Mr. Andy Warhol, um, every, in the future, everybody will have 15 minutes of fame. And he didn't, he didn't say that. And the reason we remember it, we, we, well, we don't, well, humans don't remember it. They have, they have long memories and things that sort of outlive memories are handed down. But that was something so neat and passed down. And often the things that are immortal are or things that live on are not what you expect them to be. I think you're chasing the wrong kind. You might be chasing... You're, you're going for little wins. You're going for, well, what Margaret 52 from Winchester was going for. She was going for little toasters and um, uh, a two-in-one co- two coffee and pasta maker. And <coughs> what? Was- <laughs> I want one of those. <laughs> My two favourite foods. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I don't think it might come from the heart. I'm sorry to say this. Oh, we're all sweethearts. I don't forget how young you are. Yeah, well, I, I was meant to do a recce of London after the bombings and decided to stay, but you know... You have it's... to understand, darling, that I tried the other routes, and at the end of the day, even if I can't find what I'm looking for, I can maybe give them a little bit of it. You know, a lot of the people I work with, well, there's this one man who has severe cerebral palsy. And he can't get out and about, and he just, he hasn't ever really been able to date, and he just, he appreciates having me there, because he can just be himself and have that experience, and he can feel loved, and I can make him feel loved, and although I, I'm still looking for, for what I'm looking for, at least in the meantime, you know? I can help in that way instead, and it's the little things, isn't it? It's the little things that these humans are just constantly chasing. I get that. I, I certainly do. I've on there's a look on people's faces, which is probably a very different look for what comes into your experience of people who've just won. They can't believe it. They've got no idea. You you see them out to the taxi outside, and it still hasn't quite faded. It's like a little sun going over the hill. I imagine it's quite similar for you in some ways. Oh, sweetheart, but what about... Well, no, I won't ask about you. Yes, let's keep talking about me. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> and I think that nice. will be the weak move of make it about you. <laughs> oh, not again, Ooh. nice. Like, we are making progress and then we jerk it away. Uh, Lovely. I, I'll take, uh, I will also take a weak move for asking, what am I not seeing? Uh, I shall take a wink, Duncan! Uh, Alexis had just been fishing a child out of the nettles and applying balm. Uh, mm. It's probably Dog now leaves. doing the second round of handing out food, dishing things out and like trying to get people to form a line and trying to give them more food than they could possibly want, need, or enjoy. 
Bean is going to avail, because uh, that's clearly what you want to happen. Um, so uh, Bean is going to gamely um, stack up a plate and uh, then stand to the side in their normal reserved manner, kind of waiting for the line to clear. It looks like um, their arms have been the subject of a seismograph in a crayon factory. Um, <laughs> Beautiful. There's definitely something that was meant to be a flower on one of their cheeks. Um, the other that thing probably doesn't oh, quite no. look like a flower anymore. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, Alexis. Oh, Bean, how you doing? Why did you bring me here? I uh, wanted you to meet the other angels. You know, the other, the other ones like us. I thought it might be good for you. You just seem like you're on your own a lot, and it's it's so nice to have people around. And I, I just wanted to share that with you. We've <laughs> we've tried that before, and it didn't work. What what makes you think it's going to be different this time? Well, it's. <sighs> It's not quite like before. Here you can see all the kids and all the families and the local people. And I thought maybe even if, uh, you know, you don't want to hang around with us old folks. That's fair. You're younger than us. So there's all there's all these young people as well. There's all these all these interesting people, all with different stories. I thought maybe they'd have something. I like your art on your arms. I've seen my friends with a couple of the kids already. Yeah, the kids are, kids are easy to make friends with. They um, are. It's... Just... Go on. You talk to me. Come on. I want you to be happy here, Bean. <laughs> what is there of me that makes me worth the effort? What is there of me that you see having a place here? Oh, Bean. Uh, it's not like that. I want you to be happy here. So you're having a nice Why? time and you think you? that... It's, I, I've done so much here and I think it's really nice. I just thought you might also appreciate some of it. it it's Why, not all, what, what I wanted to show that, that I need? Uh, it's not all about you. I also wanted to share what I'd done and what these people had done and what these humans had done. It's not just about what you need, but I thought maybe you could have a look and maybe you could benefit from a bit of the optimism that some of these young people have, despite their situations. Mm. And here you're here saying it's, it's this isn't a therapy garden for you, Bean. This is this is for them <laughs> kids over there. I think that this isn't about you line, really. Yeah, I'm going to take that as a strong move, actually. Okay. My strong move is know yourself for a moment. Oh juicy. I feel like I'm doing my regular move of speak to your romantic ideals a bit, but otherwise I'm not really mm. <laughs> Yeah. They're just they're just kind of doing that sort of little bit shell shocked into themselves and um they are going to say thank you for the offer, Alexis, but I really don't think these people need me here. I don't think I bring anything here. And they're right, going then. to go for their um coat. I mean Alexis definitely doesn't want this to happen but I'm not sure she knows how to stop it either. Because there's so many people here, I think, who do love her very much and that she's done mm. things for. And Bean is being difficult. She kind of thought that he, he, sorry, they, my apologies, would appreciate this a lot more and like be kind of more grateful. 
Um, and I think that's thrown her. So in a kind of selfish way, she's not sure. Nice. So I think she might try and get someone to throw someone else in his. I did it again. Sorry, Jacob. It's, yeah, I think it's because it's you. <laughs> throw someone else mm-hmm. in Bean's direction, in their direction. Um, who would that be? Yeah, I think it might, you know, Roxana, you're fast talking. Yeah, I was you're g- good at people. I was going to say, I feel like, I don't know if you would choose Roxana, but I feel like Roxana, the combination of you looking around, looking like <laughs> you need help. Yeah. I, I would I would like to see a conversation between Roxana and Bean. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And I feel like I haven't really spoken to Roxana yet, so I'll just kind of catch her eye. Yeah, we Almost just accidentally. And just... Bear in mind, you two are very old, so you probably know each other. We do, It's definitely. not as much of a catch-up for you guys. Yeah. We've been through it all. I will go over, grab Roxana's hands, and just go, oh, oh please speak to Bean. They're about to storm I'm off. Sure I don't mean to do that, but... You know, they're, they're... Just, just, just keep yeah. him here, would you? Quick, go get him. He's... I did it bloody again. Fuck's sake, sorry. <laughs> I Maybe it's because you keep misgendering them. <laughs> you do. Your cis aura is too powerful, Jacob. Dear God. I'll go talk to <laughs> Bean, Bean, sweetheart. How are you doing? Oh, art on the arms? Delightful. Now, I must tell you about Paris last week. Or was it last month? Maybe last century. One or the other. But here, here, sit with me. Sit with me for um it's, uh thanks um uh thank you Roxana oh, no, no, but I, I was just about to head I out I insist um, oh well you can't head out just yet I have something very important to talk to you about <sighs> roll sure. a persuasion check sorry <laughs> <laughs> different game I dice rolls today I think uh, tell someone kind lies is definitely what you've just done there Helen so you should probably take a token oh yeah I'll I'll I'll, I'll sigh and go sure and sit with her I would like it to be noted just like just for as a quick aside that like uh, Corday's still been a little bit kind of thrown by her kind of half conversation with Alexis she chatted to Faye for a bit now she's kind of at the edge of the party she doesn't look like she's leaving but she's like at the edge of the party just smoking kind of on her own kind of just watching the party flow uh, and she has clocked that uh, Roxana is sitting down with Bean and so she's watching it quite closely what is it? Well, I wanted to apologise, darling. I feel like I made a terrible impression last time we met. I think I gave you quite a startle, didn't I? Well, yes. Yes. You could say that. Oh, I am so sorry. You mustn't take me too seriously. I've been around for such a long time now, and humans are also touchy-feely, you know, and I just fall into habits. But how are you? What have you been doing? I have a job. Uh, it's a bookshop, but they also do community events and jazz cafe and all of this sort of thing. It's a nice place to people watch, pick up some hints, some prompts, inspiration, as it were. What inspires you? So what I'm trying to work out. I, I feel like I need to apologise as well. Oh, darling, whatever for? I... <sighs> You were... I really want to like you. I see what you do for people. I see how you make people feel beautiful and that is and, and loved, and that is beautiful in itself. But I don't know what you'll see when you see me. I want to know... I feel like I need to know that first. I fell quite hard 
and it wasn't just my wings that went. And I don't know, I don't know what I am, and I don't know why, and there must have been a reason when I <laughs> tapped out. I, I guess I was afraid of what you'd find. Does that make sense? Can I tell you a story? Just a short one, I promise. Okay. Incidentally, for the record, I've confessed my despair, I think. You definitely have. You did it so good. Very good. I've... I've been on Earth for a a while now. Rather, a long while, and... I've seen entire civilizations grow and fall, and... People make wonderful things and then do awful things, and... I still remember how my wings felt. That weight and that pressure and the freedom when they went and I could just pull myself up and I could see the world and I could feel the wind. And it took me a long time to get used to where I am. And I don't think that anyone will ever love me the way that I once was loved. Well... There was one. She was a pilot. Back when planes were a new and exciting thing. And I loved to fly with her. It was not the same at all. It was so confining and oh. But when I was flying with her, I felt like maybe just a little bit of that life that I knew and that world that I had and those dreams that I felt could could be there still and, and were in me still and... I felt that maybe, just for a little bit, she understood me. And I mean, I, d- I don't think she ever really could. Obviously, she had no idea what I was, but... These things take time. I mean, I'd, maybe I fell for right reasons, but... It's taken a very long time. And sometimes I wonder if I'll ever find that love that I want to find, but... At the end of the day... I'm here right now, and there are moments when I might still be able to fly, even if it's not in the same way. And it's the same for you. I look at you and I see centuries. I see a beginning, and I didn't have anyone when I fell. There there wasn't a community garden I could go sit in. It was lonely. It was so so lonely and I want you to know that it doesn't matter if you don't know who you are because whoever you are is who you are you want to know who you are you are Bean and even if that is all you are that is enough that is I think worth centuries and centuries and if you have centuries and centuries you can keep just being bean it doesn't have to be anything more if being bean makes you feel like you could fly again if it makes you feel how i felt the first time i was in that plane then that's all you need and that's that's what i see when i see you i see wings i don't remember what my wings looked like One one of the people I work with knows some people, uh, specifically at 
Farnborough Airfield. Would you like to come flying with me sometime? Oh, I'd love that. Does that count as sharing in someone's passion? Yeah, yeah I think, I think so. you've, pick, you've picked up on 100%. something they said and you've responded to it kindly. Yeah, Fantastic. Totally. That's another token I'm spending. Okay. Are we cutting away to Farnborough at this stage? Yeah. Now, I feel like if this was a cinematic, like we've often been mentioning, like the game mentions itself, those kind of scenes, I feel like, are like earned between characters and would maybe be the kind of finale credit cutaway scenes. But mm. I have no idea how yeah. you'd really do that in audio form because I think you do want to act it out. But I like the fact that that's set up and that is something that will happen between your characters. Mm. And that might be enough. Leave it to imagination. Helen, can I just ask something? Yep. Was the pilot Amelia Earhart? Were you dating it's... Amelia Earhart? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that. what I thought. <laughs> yes, I must think of that. <laughs> Get it, girl. <laughs> She would never kiss and tell, except to Wirral. We I think. do appreciate that it seems that, like, she, yeah, she won't kiss and tell to anyone, apart from Wirral, who she gossips with constantly. Yeah, oh, that's, but that's kind of that's surface that's level, isn't it? I quite like that. Yeah, they, they have they, they they have good phone conversations that that cannot be recorded. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Um, before before we kind of wrap uh, the garden party, there's one more thing I'd like Corday to do. Please. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Corday was watching. Like she was sitting there smoking cigarettes across the garden, watching. She can't hear what they're saying, but she's kind of witnessed the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so she's kind of watched it. She's kind of aware that they're, you know, like there's been an emotional reaction between the two of them. And then at some point, I'm imagining you guys are going to part. You're going to kind of, having had a moment, you'll be like, I'll be back in a minute. I'm going to get lemonade or whatever, mm-hmm. right? You guys are going to split up. So when that happens, Corday is going to head over to Roxana. And she's going to go, Fontaine. Yo. Oh, darling. I do love the little nicknames you come up with for me. <laughs> um, she doesn't look happy. Uh, she's going to take like one step towards you and kind of speak lowly. And she's just going to say, listen, I'm only going to say this once. All right. So listen up. Leave them alone. I know what you're... Do you mean, darling? I know what you're like. I know what you've done. I've seen you do it for hundreds of years. They are fragile. Don't break them. Oh, sweetheart. It's nothing Don't like sweetheart that. me, all right? I know what you are. I know how you are. You know what you think I am, and you know how you think I am, and you never really bothered to find out any further, sweetheart. We both know this. Oh, do we? Do we? Look at yourself. Look at you. You're a walking stereotype. I know. Aren't I beautiful? <laughs> you wear your heart on your sleeve, but it's not really your heart. That's not really what you are at all, is it? It's your gold. Oh, no, not at all. all but I've never about... been subtle at that. Look, you can do what you like with whoever you like to people who are experienced and know what they're getting into. But that person, they are fragile and they are breakable. And I do not want you to shatter one of our own. Understand? I have no intention of shattering anyone. All right, but just remember what, what I said. What about you, sweetheart? We're not talking about problem? me. We're not talking no, about me. No, I think me. we should. No, we shouldn't. She's oh? backing. She's physically backing away at this point when you tried to turn it around. I think you try to back know. away and you walk into Faye, who is standing behind you. I was about to I was do like, that what? with Alexis. Yeah, fucking Faye. What? 
It can be both of you if you like. I'm yeah, like, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. Alexis is backing up with, a, I don't know, a pitcher of drink and some cups and looking the other way and then walks into Faye who walks... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lemonade everywhere. Wirral is attempting to help and now has lemonade on him. And it's worse, like, it's like lemonade punch, so it's like really sticky. <laughs> oh, no. Alexis and Faye and... Um... <sighs> Alexis and Faye and... Um... Des Lynham, what's your name? Wirral. Wirral. Wirral, yes. Wirral closely. Wirral, sorry, Wirral. What are you doing? I'm considering going to a dry cleaners at the moment. Um, I'm so sorry. I wasn't looking because I was going to check back and see if I'd taken the straws, and I've got the straws, but I... Alexis, don't you worry about it. We were just having a little bit of a heart-to-heart. Was I interrupting? I didn't mean to interrupt. I just thought you might need a drink. It all just looked never an interruption, sweetheart. It's all right. Uh, I was just leaving. I'm going to give Roxana a look, and then I'm going to kind of put my headphones up and walk away. But like, before you get the yeah. headphones on, I am going to call out, um, Corday, I, look, yes, what is it? Watch <laughs> this, and then I'm going to press some of the lemonade, which is in the um, shirt, uh, and, and it's going to come out the armpit. Oh my god! <laughs> just sort of <laughs> Alexis fil- filter out the side and just be like, I'm a terrible fountain. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm just gonna like, like Corday is gonna look at you with like. She can't even process, like, the level of, like, 70s Butlin's stand-up humour that she's just witnessing at this point. Like... <laughs> Roxana will take the opportunity to go around Corday and, like, put a hand around and be like, I think we should have a proper conversation. Oh, it's all sticky. Conversations tend to be a Let's bit sticky. Let's get you cleaned up, dearie. Like, well, we will meet up again at a later date, I'm sure, if everyone no, will excuse no. me. I have a rave Corday, to do. Corday, come <laughs> here. Over here, let's just decide. And she's like pulling Corday like over to the side. Okay, I'll go with you. And I'll be like, what? I've said everything I need to say. Where does this come from? I have never tried to do anything untowards because you have never shown any interest and I have never had any activities with anyone who has not been interested and I never would dare to. And yet every time... Take yourself off your high horse. What is your problem with me? My problem with you is that you do not speak the truth. You claim no that you speak the truth. No one does. <laughs> that is the wisest thing you have said today. You haven't heard everything I've said today, darling. I. Uh, she's going to say, like, I can't do this now. This conversation isn't over, darling. This conversation is not over, but it is over for now. Remember what I said. It's important. I remember what you said. I think you should try and consider other ways of life for once. This isn't about me and this isn't about you. This is about Bean, all right? Just this is about that. you. It's not. This is about you and your presumptions and your prejudices. She's leaving. She's walking away. <laughs> <laughs> I think that comes under uh, the weak move of what do you want from me? Ah, nice. Uh, So I was going for both the strong move of act to protect the innocent Mm -hmm. Ah. and and the weak move of hurt someone with your wrath. Oh, Oh, nice. I was kind of doing a double whammy. Beautiful double whammy, that is. Yeah. (laughs) 
she's going to storm out. I, I think uh, j- just for a bit of scissor, like Cordae's storming out. She kind of attempted to say her piece and then kind of leave. Yeah. She's now e- she's now irritated that her exit has been ruined because now everyone's obviously watching. Yeah. Which makes it so she's kind of a bit like, I'll, I'll, I'm just going now. I'm kind of leaving crestfallen. Uh, however, I will throw a little bit of sugar and I will like glance at Faye as I leave as if to be like, uh, sorry for making a scene kind of thing. And then I'll yeah, see you for, I'll see into, you into the for classic film night next week. Uh, I'll, I'll nod. Yeah, um, Tarkovsky, I remember. I think Roxana heads over to Alexis and is just a little bit like, not not actually like teary, but kind of like a little bit like sniffly and like, you know, holding her head up high so yeah. nothing had happened. And, yeah, um, but not too happy about being just like insulted. Faye's going to put her hand on Roxana's shoulder. She's going to say, Roxana will lean against her and let herself be held, Aww. which is a regular move for me. She's, <laughs> she's still young. She hasn't past her self-destruction yet. I remember when I first fell, I used to climb mountains and throw myself off them so I could feel like I was flying for a moment. We're so desperate to get back to where we were, we forget to look at where we are now. I... It took me a long time to change that. I haven't forgotten my wings. I can still feel them some days. When I wake up, I think they're there for a moment. But I know I'll never have them back. And I know I'll never fly again. But I also know I have all of you. I know, hey, you're right. I'll be patient. After all, we have all the time in the world. So, dear listeners, that was our first episode of Feathers. I hope you enjoyed hearing us do something a bit different. You can look forward to episode two coming next Friday. But until then, thank you for listening to Diacast. If you'd like to keep up to date with episodes and announcements, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Diacast, and on Instagram at DiacastPod, and subscribe to us on your favourite podcatcher. And hey, if you enjoyed listening to us, maybe consider giving us a rating or review, or sharing us with a friend. We'd really love that. Diacast is Lukey Slim, Matt George Lovett, Jacob War, Helen, Peter Wellman, and H. Folkmans. Our logo and banner art are by H. Folkmans, who also edited this episode. The Diacast theme is composed and performed by Matt George Lovett, and the Feathers variation was composed and performed by Jacob Wellman, Matt George Lovett, and Lukey Slim. This week, we were playing Feathers by Remy Perman, a link to which can be found in the episode notes along with our individual social media information. And at least for this week, that's how the die are cast.